remember taking me into your room, playing songs on your guitar, broken strings under the moon. left of the dial i'm your host andrea and with me sometimes <laughs> do you want to do you want to start again i was crushing it actually you're, you're listening, listening to left of the- <laughs> oh wait are you gonna do it is it your job this time it was just habit should, should you should you do it no should we really i think you should do it i think how it- about we do wait i got it should let's do, do every other word okay i'll start okay you start you're listening to left of the dial i'm your host andrea and with me today is my favorite co-host <laughs> I tried to, <laughs> this isn't Crushed working it. no no i really thought there'd be something there we should use that though hi it's me i'm kitsy i'm i'm back <laughs> kitsy's back i'm back back again our, tell a friend prodigal co-host has returned um yeah i was i was away there for a little bit uh as as i'm sure uh riverby will tell you life comes at you fast um (laughs) very good and i i had some life going on i still do life hasn't stopped Uh, you've been uh moving and shaking with left of the dial and all of its other 
ways and shapes and forms. Yeah, I've been I've, I've been, been doing busy, a lot, busy. and I'm getting ready to go on tour with Catbite next month, doing their, their front yeah. of house. And uh, my day job is is a nightmare at the moment, so it's a good thing you stepped in to take over the podcast because uh, we probably would have missed a lot of episodes if I was still in charge. Uh, we almost missed a lot with me here, but I've managed to get one out I, almost every week. I feel like we would have missed a lot more had I been in charge. Um, so thank you. I think you've been doing... I don't know if I've told you this off the air, but on the air, I'm just going to say on record, I think you've been doing a fantastic job. Oh, thanks. Um, I think it was, I don't know if it was obvious to our listeners, but it was obvious to me that I was getting a bit burnt out um, on on the podcast. And I think the f- the first couple episodes that you did without me were some of the best episodes we've had in a long time. So I think that kind of mm-hmm. solidified my decision that like stepping back for a little bit, at least temporarily, uh, was the right call. So I think in general, it's good to kind of, especially for something like this, like it is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's so fun. And of, you know, I record a lot of stuff um, and this is always one of my favorites, but it's a lot of like thinking and planning and yeah, I don't, um, I think it's good to step back and, and I think this is something that we're kind of a direction we're moving in, in general. Like I am, I'm imagining a few months down the line, there will be episodes where maybe neither of us, yeah, um, we'll be here. Yeah, I think that's the the coolest thing about what's going on with Left the Dial right now is it's really becoming a much more collaborative, um, you know, collaborative effort from a team of people instead of it just mm-hmm. being one or two people, which is super cool. I mean, obviously, Andrea, you've been working uh, with Left the Dial almost since the beginning um, about. at this point, but we now have we brought on Jen to do our uh, kind of run our blog. And yeah, I'm gonna have Jen on the yes. show very soon too. Excellent, and Jen's killing it over there. Um, yeah, left of the dial FM. Yeah, left of the dial FM. Um, we've got a few uh, freelance writers that have started contributing as well, who are all so so good. great. Yeah, so good. I feel like we're spoiled right now. With, with yeah, the stuff coming through on the blog. Yeah, and hey, uh, if you're if you're out there and you're passionate about music and you think you might want to contribute to the blog or contribute to the podcast or something, hit us up. We're uh, always interested in in hearing some new voices. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're into stuff that you don't often hear us cover. Yes. Like, I would love to get some people in here who can uh, expand our horizons for us, which Jen and and Leah um, especially have been doing a, a great job. Yeah, we'd, of. we'd love it's, more it's of that because the problem with Andrea and I is our, our tastes intersect so much mm-hmm. that it's, it's kind of an echo chamber with the two of us sometimes. And we don't often um, find new stuff because <laughs> we're just yeah, for sure. excited about the stuff that we already know. So... Um, yeah, so I guess you could email me or Kitsy, either one of us, Andrea or Kitsy at left of the dial.fm. Yeah. Or there's a f- email one of us and we'll there's a contact yeah. form on our website. We're also on Twitter oh, yeah. and Instagram. I don't know. Just you figure us. it out. Come find us. Tell us. Yeah, come find us at a Send show. us a link to something you've written. Yeah. Connect um, us on LinkedIn. Do we have a LinkedIn? I do. Do you? Oh, but Lefto doesn't. No. I do, but it's from back in my teaching days, so it's like it couldn't look less. It makes no sense considering the stuff that I do now. It's like Rutgers adjunct. Like I said, life comes at you fast. Speaking of which, <laughs> hey, uh, today, March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, uh, big day for independent music. Huge day. And I don't, I don't know. I don't usually like to make a big deal out of my birthday, but my birthday was yesterday, and. And uh, I feel like all these bands got me these new albums as a birthday <laughs> present. Like, I feel like they yeah. all kind of got together and said, you know what? Kitsy's been working really hard. They deserve they deserve some new music from all of their favorite bands. And boy, did these <laughs> bands deliver. Yeah. So um, I think you're I think you're right. And that explains why. Oh, Michael Bublé, Machine Gun Kelly. Who else are we covering this week? Um, Wait, do they all actually have that records coming out today? <laughs> Apparently, oh, we're not covering any of these. No, no. The first one that we're covering uh, coming in, I think, might I should say, happy, almost, and also belated birthday, Kitsy, because we're talking to each other in the present. It is almost your birthday, but yes, folks listening, it will be in the past. Yes. So happy birthday from the past, the present, and the future. Thank you so much. Um, thank, thank, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being an Aries. I'm um, I'm a year older, which means I now legally have to stand a little bit further back at shows. And, and I'm almost true. in the back of the room as it stands. So You're going to be listening from the parking lot. I mean, I did. 
full full disclosure, uh, at Fest, I did uh, our, our Airbnb was close enough to Heartwood that I got to hear Catbite play their set at Heartwood, laying in bed, and it was the greatest moment of my life because <laughs> I didn't have to be standing or around people, and I still got to hear Catbite. That's just extremely so, good. So the first song that you heard coming into the podcast are good friends. River B, longtime friends of the podcast. Maybe the most covered band. I, in fact, I am positive we've covered more River B than anybody else on this podcast. That's entirely possible. We covered their their last record, Smart Mouth. Um, Caleb and I did that last year. I think that was last year. Maybe it was two years ago. Who knows? Time is meaningless. It was two years it's ago. True, it was. Uh, and then they were the very first band to play a live session for Left of the Dial. And August was a guest recently, and we had their um, We Are Never Getting Back, Never Ever Getting Back Together cover um, featured in episode one. Oh, that's on our YouTube channel, too. It's so good. The whole video from that show will be coming out soon, by the way. We've been holding off on it because Riverbeat played a bunch of new songs, and they asked us not to put it out until after the album, so... We're gonna we can do that. We're gonna wait a minute for the album to 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 kind of really settle with everyone. Then we're gonna drop that show. It's very good. Um, it's such a great show. So keep an eye on our YouTube channel. Plug, love it. I'm good at this. And the song you're you're so good at it. See, I'm back, baby. And the song that we oh yeah that brought us in. We still we are ten minutes into this podcast and we have still not said the title. So what song did you bring to talk about first? Uh, that was the Moon by Riverbee off of the new album out today on Take This to Heart Records called Absolution. Beautiful. When we when we first got this record, when August first sent it to us, um. You know, we'd already heard Baseless because they played it at um, at that Philomoka show that we we shot. And, uh, you know, obviously hearing Baseless like recorded for the first time was really cool. But The Moon, the second song, was the one that really grabbed me. And I went, holy shit, this record's going to be so good. And I was right because it is. It's so good. The Moon is such a like, I talked with August about this a little bit on their, um, when they were, when they were on the, the, the show. This song, this album in general is so, like, I keep wanting to use the word slick, but not in a, I keep saying it's like slick, but it doesn't feel sterile. Um, and I think this song is such a good example of that. It's, the, does the word slick make sense? It does, yeah. It's very polished. It a, polished, polished. Yeah. Yeah, but without feeling like the edges have been kind of, like, sanded off, you know? Yeah, yeah. Also... This song has a feature, uh, I believe, on the backing vocals from uh, our good friend Katie from the Lunar Year. She's di- she's she's uh, one of the people doing the ooh 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 oohs in the. Uh, wh- I love the ooh. That ooh, that's ooh, that was the part that grabbed me. Really, it was like, oh okay, this is gonna be fucking good. Uh, I don't know what else to say other than this whole record is amazing. Riverbee is amazing. They're they're playing a bunch of shows. I assume they have been. I don't. I assume they're going to continue to do so. Uh, they've added a bunch of new members, and go see them. Go get this record. You won't regret it. I just thought of something I wanted to say about this. Song. Oh, what do you want to say about the song? Um, is that it feels so? I I think listeners are probably used to me at this point describing music in ways that don't actually have to do with music, mm-hmm. like, um, and this is like the scene where someone is running either to either like away from the house of the person that they're not in love with to the house of the person who they are in love with, or maybe on their way to the airport. I know those aren't the lyrics at all, but there's like a, it sounds to me like somebody running at night to the airport to the, well, to like through, through the airport, through the airport. you're either running, you're either running down the middle of a suburban street at night or you're running through an airport and this song is playing. Okay. Um, I could see that. Yeah. Lyrically, no, maybe, but. maybe, maybe they'll make a music video for this one, and that'll be Ooh. part of the imagery. Who knows? Yeah, um, I know they shot a bunch of stuff while they played their incredible That's right. mini set in Asbury Park for the New Jersey's World Live show that they um, were our very first musical guest, um, Riverbee. <laughs> that was better than I was expecting. That's pretty good. So yeah, I guess a, sax- a saxophone uh, riffing away behind you on that one. We could talk about Riverbee forever. In fact, we have. Um, we probably will if no one stops us. <laughs> that's right. So I guess I'll stop us. 
Yes, that was The Moon by Riverbee. It's on their album Absolution, which comes out March 25th, which is today. You can find them where you find... You can find them where you can find, I think, everybody that we're talking about today on Bandcamp or... I don't know, wherever you buy albums. (laughs) Yeah, buy them. Buy albums because they're they're good. It's so good to buy buy music. It feels so good to buy music. It does feel good to buy music. Even if I end up streaming... The music through some other service oh. I always buy as well. Me too. I buy I buy everything I like on Bandcamp, and then I don't listen to it on Bandcamp. I listen to it on Apple Music because it's more convenient. I will convenient. say, I don't know if listeners know this. If you don't, I spend more time on Bandcamp, I think, than most because of our live sessions, and I'm often linking to stuff there. They have a queue now. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can listen to a variety of songs all together. Um, you don't have to. Oh, yeah, boy. so that, that does make it a little more user-friendly, I think. Um, you could, for example, go by every live session that Left of the Dial's ever done, queue them up, shuffle them, and then have yourself a great a great day. Um, and that's what Andrea does every day. I mean, most days. Yeah. For our next song, I want to listen to um, Camp Cope's Blue. Phone in my hand Still checking if you called on double texting I've never been cool, no burn that bridge when I got to it. Yeah, I'm on fire. I get so lost in your mind Daddy, teach me this lesson a thousand times It's all blue You know I feel it and I bet you do And that's on you If you wanna take off, baby, you do you Till the song stops playing See, I'm blue with or without you, baby Set my car till the song stops playing See, I'm blue with or without you, baby It's all blue You know I feel it and I bet you do That's on you If you wanna take off, baby You do you I put down your pain But I'll pick it up again It's all blue Swipe it in with you love this band yeah i love this band (laughs) tell me why Uh, um so i full disclosure i know they've put out at least a couple of singles off this record and um blues the lead off of um this uh okay this album so people may have already heard this one but well i don't care it's the one i want to talk about i haven't heard a note of this album yet because i've been so busy and uh so i literally just heard that the the song just now for the first time first you know haven't heard anything from the record yet and i love the production on this this is the best sounding at least if the rest of the record sounds like this song this is the best sounding 
like sonically camp cope has ever been on record um i don't know if they worked with a new producer went to a new studio or something but like there's just an inherent clarity and a little bit more polish than than their their first couple of records one thing i've always loved about um camp cope is uh kelly's very unique bass style um you know she doesn't play what most bass players would play in these songs you know the the bass is really more of a lead instrument in camp cope songs than it is a rhythmic one whereas the guitar kind of fills that rhythm job and i think that's a really interesting approach like you don't really hear that a lot um in in rock music and i think it's really cool that they kind of flip that that paradigm a little bit and i think that's one of the things that make gives them that such a unique sound it it's just it's just it's unique it's fresh it's different and i love it they strike me as one of those bands that are never necessarily making decisions purposefully to do the different thing Mm -hmm. but it feels to me like just organically, and I could be way wrong, that just the decisions they make tend to be less conventional, if that makes sense. Like, it just, it it feels very, like, natural. Like, this song especially just kind of feels like, here I go again, it feels to me like it grew, like, up out of the ground. Yeah. I don't know, I can, no, know I, how else to explain that, but. I can see that. I think for me, I think it's actually, I, I think what you said is is right, but I think it's a little bit more, like, to the other extreme where it's like it's not that they intentionally do the you know interesting or different thing you know i I think it's that they're they're very intentional about the decisions they make and not making them because it's what everyone else would do or it's what the industry would expect them to do or it's what you know uh uh you know another musician would expect to hear like they don't they don't do the obvious thing because it's the obvious thing Right. Right. Like they do, they do what's in their hearts is the, is the, uh, is the impression that I get. Um, and I think that that leads to, you know, making some, some stylistic choices that aren't as obvious. And I think that's Mm -hmm. really what makes them unique and and interesting and cool. And I will always be here for a new Camp Cope record because it's not the same song I've heard 15 times before. We were sent the, advanced copy we were also sent some just some like press info and so a professional probably would have read that before recording this podcast and i'm referring to myself here oh okay well but to be fair you um this was all sent for the blog we're just reappropriating it for the podcast okay fair so you're off the hook on that um but uh apparently mac produced right alongside uh their their studio producer Anna Laverty. Oh, okay. Um, who has done stuff with people like Florence and the Machine, Lady Gaga, some work with uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. So definitely someone who has kind of oh yeah, definitely <laughs> knows what they're doing. Definitely has some credits. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Skimming this uh, this press release here, um, I think press release was the word I was looking for. Jesus, we're professionals. Um, I know the words. Those words. So skimming this press release, I, f- I found a, a a couple of sentences that I think sums up what I was trying to say better than I said it, which was, um, you know, the pandemic took pressure off of their expectations and suddenly music didn't seem that important. And the trio uh, got to just create art for art's sake without worrying about how it would perform. Yeah. And they're, they also apparently got like literally triple the time in the studio. Yeah. Is, which I can imagine that in some cases can be a detriment right because what's that saying the enemy of perfection what is the perfect is the enemy of good or something like that or (laughs) something i don't know um deadlines do create results but um but in in this press release um kelly the bassist said uh, uh, uh the the plan became just to do something that makes them happy and might make other people feel good too and that's i think the best way I could think of to describe camp cope is like it, obviously what they do makes them happy. And it also makes me feel good when I listen to it. And that's why I enjoy it. This is a very just warm album in general. Even this song, a song called blue, um, that is about clearly about like depression and coming from Mm -hmm. a space where maybe your head isn't always, you know, doing what you want it to do. It still feels just like a very warm 
just a very warm album. Yeah. I've said warm 12 times. This is a beautiful song. It's got a little Taylor Swift to it, it in does. a way that I really like. It does, I, yeah. Like, it's very, it feels very earnest in a way that I think Taylor Swift often tries to be. I don't know if she always succeeds, but this feels very genuine in that earnestness. Uh, there's also a little Bruce Springsteen. I can uh, see that. Reference. Well, well, in oh, the, the reference specifically, yeah. but there's a, a little I'm on fire in there. And so that might also be why I, this is like a front porch door swing song to me. Yeah, it's a it's a nice it's a nice uh, relaxing summer evening, like a weeknight. Yes, summer yes. evening, sitting on the porch, the breeze blowing. It's not. This is like a th- it's a Thursday night. It's almost the weekend. We're kind of winding down. The fireflies are out. That's right. <laughs> One day we'll do an episode where we only talk about music in metaphors like this and never actually talk about instruments or. And it'll be the the anything. most downloaded episode we ever have. I'm sure. <laughs> So that was Blue by Camp Cope, um, and their album Running with a Hurricane comes out today. It's a big day again for albums. It's what we, why we're doing this. That's why Kitsy's back. Um, Tell a friend. March 25th. <laughs> Go pick it up, Running with the Hurricane. So, Andrea, what's next? So now we're going to move from sunny Australia to where it's also always sunny, Philadelphia. <laughs> I saw you quitting the podcast as I was saying that. One of Philly's own bands, Carly Cosgrove, and we're going to listen to Gamesphere. Mountaintop to find you Just to shrug as you showed me the door So I wandered around suburban roads in San Diego And I tried and failed to find my flight back home So you might feel disrespected But I can't follow without directions If you can't show me Oh, 
mm-hmm. confession. Mm-hmm. I have never listened to Carly Cosgrove. Oh. I thought. I mean, this is their debut album. You thought it was. I a, thought it was a person. You know, here's here's where your. Um, I was going to say where your age shows, but it's really more your lack of spending time around kids younger than you shows because Carly Cosgrove is a kind of portmanteau of sorts of um, the show I Carly and its lead actor Miranda Cosgrove. I don't know what any of those things are. Yeah, exactly. So it's like naming um, a band Forest Hanks. Or, or Marilyn Manson. <laughs> no, or um, Jeff Lebowski. But the reverse. So Jim, what's Lebowski's first name? I think it's Jeff. Big. Is it? Yeah. No, Jeff Bridges. I think it's also Jeff He's, Lebowski. So that was a bad, so that was the worst example. Forrest Hanks was a good one. Christian Batman. Wayne. Oh, no, wait. Bruce. Bail. Bruce Batman. Bruce Batman. No, no. It's the actor's real last name. Oh. And the character they play first name. So she plays. So Bat Bale. There it is. Batman Bale. No, just Bat Bale. <laughs> this is, oh my God. This is what happens when we don't have a handle. I know. Hey, Leftos. It's Andrea. And me, Kitsy. From the past or the future or from right now, depending on when you're listening to this episode. We're here to tell you about all the very cool stuff you're missing out on if you're not keeping up with us at leftofthedial.fm. That's right. Head over there now to check out tons of album reviews and essays by our fantastic music writers, and you'll get to watch our incredible live sessions with bands like Teenage Bigfoot, Take Today, and Proper. And you can pick up those live sessions at leftofthedial.bandcamp.com so you can take them with you wherever you go. It's also a great way to support us and the musicians you love because we split all of our profits with the artists there right down the middle. You can also join our Patreon, where we'll have lots of behind-the-scenes footage, early access to live sessions, performances that you won't be able to find anywhere else, and lots of pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, he's so good. Follow us on Twitter at Left of the Dial PC and Instagram at Left of the Dial FM to keep up with everything we're doing and to see even more pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, and right now we're also looking for new music writers who want to get paid to write for us. So send our editor-in-chief an email with some writing samples and or pitches at jen at leftofthedial.fm. That's leftofthedial.fm. Celebrating independent music. Characters welcome. Never go to the post office again. Anyway, so what'd you think? I liked it. I liked it. The first the first few chords actually sounded very similar to a restoration song that I love. Oh, interesting. And so What's I was... That? Philly Spice. It, it is that Philly Spice. Um, speaking of Philly Spice, it was produced uh, apparently by Joe Reinhardt of Hop Along and mm-hmm. many, many, many other uh, wonderful <laughs> Philadelphia bands. Reinhardt's got that Mikey Erg uh, disease. Yeah. He just shows up and plays guitar in your band and there's nothing you can do about <laughs> that it. Should, there should be a super group that's like those people. It's like Mikey Erg on drums, Reinhardt um, on guitar. Who's the local area bass player? Doug. <laughs> Doug, Doug Keller. Keller. On bass. That's a good band. That, we just made such a good band. I'd listen to that band. Who sings, though? Or they're, just, they're that, an instrumental? No, no. I, I know that I should be more evolved than this, but I need I need, a, I need lyrics for a song. What if it's just a different singer every song? I mean, that works. Anyway, I liked this. I am excited to hear the rest of it. If we haven't already started trying to get them in the studio, because they're from Philly... <laughs> We are in the process of trying to get them in the studio. Hell yeah. I love that. Um, I, I really hope that that we can make that happen. They, I am so glad that we are at a point in our country, our nation, our historical timeline where we can be just unapologetically super solid, like pop punk emo. And we don't like this band is couldn't be more up my alley. I love this song so much. There's a gang vocal at the end, there which is. I am. So it's like gang vocal into a little bit of breakdown, which is like, mm, that's Andrea's like, that's my sweet spot. I just live right in there. I think, I think the thing I like about this band too, is that if I didn't know they were from Philly, mm-hmm. I think I would probably assume they're from Ohio. They got they a just, little bit of that Midwest. They got that Midwest emo thing going uh-huh, on. So they're, sure. they're a little, they're a little, but they have that little East coast attitude also a little bit. And so it's, it's a nice, it's a nice mix. Well, now that you know that their band name is a pretty like convoluted 
mm-hmm. joke, and that all of these song titles are references to either iCarly or Drake and Josh bits, which are two Nickelodeon shows related. Does that feel more Philly to you? Like it- a solid band that is built on the back of a joke feels so Philly to me. I mean, as, as someone who has been in several bands where all of the song titles were inside jokes, um, that that just sits right at home for me. I love yeah. that. These are outside jokes, though. You just have to love Drake and Josh. Well, I'm not inside, so to me, they're they're inside jokes. That's that's true. It's it's one of those inside jokes where everyone else is in on the joke except for me, and I'm just standing outside going, "Hey, what's what's so funny in there?" And I'm like, "You could watch iCarly just as like a much older than me grown person." I. You know, I I like to push back on you for that kind of stuff because I'm only a year older than you. So much. How I'm, I'm, hey, how I'm, old are you right now? I'm today I'm, on the twenty sixth. I'm 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 actually I'm ten months older than you, not a year. Okay, so right now I'm thirty six, and you are thirty seven. As of today, as of yesterday. Wait, how old are you right now on the 23rd? On the 23rd, I'm 20, uh, th- 26. I'm 36. Oh. Wait, we're the same age right now? Yeah. We're the same age from from your birthday until mine every year. And I always I always think here's... <laughs> you think I'm a whole other year ahead of you. I think you're going to be 38 on Friday. No, no. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to be 37 on Friday. 37, but only, you know, like... But only because I'm turning 37 on Thursday. Um, right. which was yesterday as of the airing of this. But uh, uh, but I, I do, uh, I th- the one thing you do have in your favor now is I have officially left my mid-30s and entered my late 30s, whereas you still have a whole year of your mid-30s to go. So I just, I feel so young and spry. Although, as someone who is like very much against the, like I'm, I'm a very like no middle sliders ever kind of person that I jumped, I'm, I've been considering myself late 30s since I turned 36. Absolutely not. No. It's early 30s, late 30s. North Jersey, South Jersey. It's you get... No, there's, no there's mid sliders. 30s too. No middle sliders. I just don't feel mid 30s. I feel late 30s. Well, I'm very young. I'm well, so much younger than you, but I also feel late 30s. Well, you don't, you don't feel mid 30s because we go to shows and stand on concrete floors in Chuck Taylor's. <laughs> and I'm so old. And our backs hurt and we carry heavy equipment doing and lives, productions, and stuff. Most of what we call our mid 30s hiding inside. Yeah. And then I started carrying really heavy stuff up and down flights of stairs for a kind of living. Yeah. When I've never done a day's hard work in my life. The funniest thing for me is that when I went on the road for that first um, batch of Beautiful Anonymous shows, coming home with calluses on my hands simply from carrying the Pelican case through the airport, like, (laughs) the hardest work I've ever done in my life was recording a podcast. That tracks. Is so funny. You know, I don't think people appreciate how hard it is to record a podcast. It's harder. It's like, you don't just hit record and go. Mm-mm. there's a lot of planning that goes into it sometimes you have to fly with a pelican case apparently That's honestly a nightmare but my point is is that yeah. um if you if there are podcasts that that you like and if you're listening to this podcast i can presume that we're one of them you should support those podcasts and how might they do that well just google it <laughs> how to support podcasts if they wanted to support our podcast don't support our podcast there's some things they could do um, you can tell a friend. That's like the best way. That's the big one. That's honestly. the big one. Like that. If you do nothing Share, else, tweet. just tell a friend, or or tweet about it, or get, hey, a review on iTunes would be great. Or Apple yeah, Podcasts. Um, I was I'd actually, yeah, people really push for those reviews on on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever. Um, if it's that, or tell one friend. I'd rather you tell one friend. As long as it's a friend, you can do both. Um, as long as it's a friend you think will listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um. But financial support also helps too, because this is not a, a a cheap enterprise to run, um, and uh, Andrea's salary is just ridiculous. You you would not believe how much I have to pay her. Uh, so you can support us on Patreon. Uh, we are at patreon.com slash left of the dial FM. I believe uh, the link is link is on our website left of the dial FM. Uh, that'll get you anywhere you need to go. Having to do with us, and I'll send you stickers. Yeah, and a a, a picture of Pacey. And you're, a picture of Pacey, you're a very good studio dog. dog. And but you might be thinking, well, I'd love to support the Left of the Dial podcast, 
But if only there was a way to do it where I could also support the bands that Left of the Dial works with. And, you know, this is a problem we all have. We all have this problem. It's It's been a problem for ages. But we have solved this problem. I'm happy to tell you. We have finally solved we this solved problem. It. If you go to leftofthedial.bandcamp.com right now, act fast, you'll get free shipping <laughs> on any digital download that you buy. We'll ship it to you right for we'll free. We'll ship it to you for free instantly in your email. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can actually buy any of the live sessions that we've done in our studio with the bands that we cover. Uh, and half the money goes to the bands. The other half goes to help us continue to make them. Uh, so if you have enjoyed any of our live sessions, we would encourage you strongly to grab one of those. Or even if you haven't, if you haven't checked them out yet, I think what are you such waiting a, for? Seriously. There's such a great way to get to know um some some new music and they're so there's i i have nothing to do with how they sound so i feel that's fine my job this that's kitsy's job and they are so well done they i am somebody who i love going to see live music i hardly ever listen to live records because there's just always like something not quite mm-hmm. it just doesn't land right but because these are studio produced but also live they they're the best of both worlds and I love them so much. I genuinely listen to our live sessions more than anything else. I do too, but mostly that is because I'm mixing them and producing them. And <laughs> a lot of it's for oh, work, but... But it's also, I mean... But I do enjoy them. I, I don't know why you're acting like every time we go anywhere, we're not just listening to our live sessions in the car. Are we not supposed to say that? Sometimes. I think that's fine. Sometimes we listen to the McElroy brothers. Sometimes. <laughs> That's a good point. Sometimes I make you listen to a, a different podcast I'm on. It's also that, something that, that we is, sometimes That is something do. that's happened several times. <laughs> I think it's happened twice. But anyway. It's, hap- um, it's happened with uh, a podcast I'm not going to mention um, <laughs> due, to the, due to the nature of, of the podcast. It's, it's happened with New Jersey is the World a few times, which is another podcast that you What's do. What's that podcast? I don't know if I've mentioned that a hundred times on here. Actually, shout out to Mike D, who was on last week and was... He came through clutch, by the way. I um, messaged the group chat and was like, anybody want to jump on and uh, do an episode of of Lefto? And Mike jumped on and we talked about Nancy Sinatra. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back. It was a ton of fun. I, I have been meaning to ask you about that. Um, so, Left the Dial. About me just doing whatever I want. Yeah, I know. It got you back in here, didn't it? It did, it did, didn't <laughs> I it? I told everybody, this is what happens when you leave me unsupervised. Because, well, well, here's the thing. Look. Nancy Sinatra, great. No, no objections. No notes. But our whole thing is celebrating independent music. I would yeah. argue Nancy Sinatra is not independent no. music. Yeah. We also talked about Michael Bolton when um, Riverby was on. But Riverby is independent music, so it's okay. Mike D, as far as I know, is not independent music. There's, I know Mike D listens to this, so I can't. I would, Does he really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually oh, um, Hi Mike D. How you doing? <laughs> Haven't seen you in a minute. Um, but uh yeah, we just had a community meetup at a brewery in um North Jersey. I schlepped up there like a schlepper and uh um yeah, apparently Mike D listens to seventy percent of, of our shows, is what he said. And I don't know if he means <laughs> If like out of 10 episodes, he listens to seven or if he just stops listening, he listens to the first 70% of every episode. Um, or does he listen to 70% of the shows you're on, which would be. No, no, no. Of this show in particular. Of this show in particular. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, that's, I, you know, that's more than I listen to these days. So, yeah. um, um, cause who has the time, but that was a super fun episode. And I think what happens is I wasn't here when the show was created. Mm-hmm. Um, so and- no one told you what the rules were. And I was left all alone. And so when Andrea is here by herself, Andrea's going to do what Andrea's going to do. It was very much like a home alone. Like I'm eating junk and watching rubbish. You better come out and stop me. And yeah. Now, and here I am. Here you are. Here I am to, to gently redirect <laughs> back to the. Um, they were super fun episodes. I'm, I'm, I, I haven't had a chance to listen to me. I've been, I've been behind, but I'm sure they were. Um, and hey, as long as you had fun and talked about music, hey, that's really all that really matters. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm glad though. I'm glad you made it back from North Jersey. Um, it was touch and go. It was, I remember we, you and I went to North Jersey to see a show once. And I remember and you, you, wh- you said to me, and I quote, if I die here, <laughs> you have to take my body back to South Jersey. 
before they pronounce me dead. Yeah, I can't I can't die on because on North Jersey soil. Because because and you said, can you imagine how bad that would be for my brand if I died in North Jersey? <laughs> The implication here being that I will die so far in the future that my brand will be so well established it will be. Ah, I see. I see. I have no brand now. And that was Carly Cosgrove's Game Sphere, a reference to iCarly or Andor Drake and Josh. I forget which. You can hear that and all the rest of the songs on their album, See You in Chemistry, which is out today, March 25th. Um, yeah, so um, speaking of live sessions yeah. and help and supporting artists that have done live sessions with us. I love doing that. Okay, so you pick the bell song. I'm going to pick Beaches. Hey, Bunny, it's Mom. Just wanted to call and say hi. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Mom and everybody in the kitchen. Um, just calling to tell you you did great. Hi, Bunny. Happy birthday. Hope you're having a great day. I love you. Can't wait to see you.
Hello. Hello. How'd you do? <laughs> I did great. I think I did a really good job listening to that Fantastic. song. Fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. How about you? Oh, I, I had a great time. Well, this has been left to the dial. <laughs> so that was Beaches, the title track off of the new album from another Philadelphia artist, Bell. Uh, oh, that album is also Bell. out today. Uh, you may know Belle from We Had Her in the Studio, and she did a live session with us, and it was great. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Like, Go buy the album, and then go buy the live session, which you can also watch for free, but, but buy go it. buy it. Buy, but buy the new album first. Yeah. Because that's why we're... That's why we're here. That's why we're here today. Um, but what yeah, a gorgeous song. What a gorgeous song. I picked this song because um, uh, they, they Belle did a couple of the songs from this record uh, at her live session, but this one was the one that really stuck out to me and really grabbed me. I can't really tell you why. I just like it. <laughs> I don't really have like an, an analysis for you. I don't have uh, any music theory to talk about. I just like this song. It's a good song. I will tell you what I like about this song. And it's important for our listeners to I don't know if they know this about me on this podcast. If you um are were listeners of Set Condition One, you'll know that I'm a crybaby and it takes very little to set me off. The voicemails oh, yes. from um Belle's mother at the beginning of this are they're so sweet mm-hmm. and without being cloying and so honest because that's what they are that it's it's hard not to come into the song with like an open heart. <laughs> I don't know if that like makes sense, but it's really like it really primes you for what what comes next. And it's and I also really what's making the bells sound in this song? Probably a Glockenspiel, if I had to guess. So bells, bells, a Glockenspiel. (laughs) Bells, bells. (laughs) Bells, bells, bells. Like girls, girls, girls. Uh, You were doing hell's bells, but I was doing bells, 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 like girls, girls, girls. Someone needs to take this podcast away from us. <laughs> we also, um, Bell will be, if not next week, the week after, um, a guest on the podcast talking much more about this album in particular. So that'll be exciting. Oh, well then, uh, let's not talk too much about it now and we'll save all the good stuff for when she's here. You know where else you can go if you want to learn some more about this album before that? Where's that? Leftofthedial.fm because our wonderful team of writers um, will be, there are reviews for all of these albums. Oh, that's right. Living up on the up on the site and they are live and ready for your eyes to peruse today. So if you liked any of these songs, we've got one more for you. But if you like any of these songs. If you, if you, you liked like, hearing about these songs. But you think, hmm, if only there was a way I could read about them, too, we have you covered. That's right. Because that's what we do here. Yeah. We're, we're a full-service musical platform. We're a multimedia outlet. Mm-hmm. That's true. If you will. So, yeah, definitely check out all of these albums. Just do it. Yeah. Turn the podcast off. Well, hold on. You've got one more song to listen to. Oh, okay. Keep, keep the podcast on. And then when it's over, you'll know it's over because I'll come in at the end after the last song and I'll say it's over. And then you can turn the podcast off because you have to do that manually. You got to go and you press stop. It's like an old record player. That's right. Then go to leftofthedial.fm and we'll have a blog post there with links where you can buy all of these albums. And you should buy all of them because they're all, I mean, genuinely fantastic. This isn't something we do every month. Like we just, we got, we were like almost like overwhelmed with how much good stuff was coming out today. And we were like, let's just make a holiday of it. It's, it's left of the dial, a Palooza day. That's right. Or something. Um, I don't know. And so, uh, who's, who's the last? Proper. Proper, who are, we love. Are we love proper. So, so, so much. So much. Um, so what's the last song that we're going to listen to? Uh, well, the last song we're going to listen to is the lead single off of Proper's new album, The Great American Novel, and the song is called Red, White, and Blue. I love Proper so much. They're so good. That song is, I know we've said this about every song, but like. They're all good, though. They're all good. I. That's why they're here. Um, 
this song is so good. It makes me want to put my fist through a wall, though. It's like. It, Remind me not to let you listen to this song when you're in my house. <laughs> it's just it's just like. It's like an in your bones song. I don't know. It's very good. It, again, was the lead single off of the Great American Novel. So it's a song that um, everybody has written about, um, including us. I, I think we covered it, we did, when yeah. it when it first dropped. And um, so it's Eric um, has said it was his song of like, if at the drive-in in Paramore wrote, it's like a okay. cross-section there. Yeah, I, I can see really that. I can see that. Um, and... Um, I was going to say, obviously, I think obviously, I mean, it's called red, white, and blue, but the, um, it's very patriotic. That's what I like about it. <laughs> well, it's very, uh, I mean, anti-patriotic, but it's, you know, this, uh, America as, or I guess it's almost like, like the idea of America, um, as this like abusive partner that you feel like you have to keep kind of like covering for, um, mm. And and returning to because you were sort of like groomed to defend, you know, there's that bit. This is you get a band that's like as steeped in emo history, emo history as as a band like proper. And you get a lyric like this could be a taking back Sunday lyric, except it's about the United States of America. So go ahead, ask me why I stay. I'll say it's because I love the way he's so well-dressed and charming, spangled and darling, vast and sprawling. What more could a boy need? Um, Oh, please, I remember back when I was 13, I thought you were flawless, utterly spotless, rugged and lawless, harmless and flawless. Um, And it's just that, like, great American spirit, right? Like, you know? It's very good. Yeah, it's, it's so smart. It's, Eric is such a just smart, thoughtful lyricist. And this song's such a good example of that. And a total sweetheart, I might say. Just, just, I mean, across the board, what a lovely, wonderful band. Their session, um, we cut the banter out between songs um, of our sessions so that when you go listen, you don't have to listen to a bunch of people chit-chatting. But the, they're in between their session. Some of it made me laugh. This is why you should tune in live because it's the only time you get to see that kind of stuff. Um, just some of the like funniest folks and this song this whole album is really incredible and nothing else on the album really sounds like this song um they're definitely doing proper's i mean always kind of done their own thing but they're really doing their own thing on this album and we love to see it there is a moment toward the end of this song Oh, I should also say Barty Strange produced this record. Um, oh, that's right. Well, produced this album and is playing guitar on this track. I don't know that Bartise, um, Bartise, if you're listening, I know you're not. If anybody is listening who knows Barty Strange, and that is very possible, um, I would cut off a finger to have Bartise do a session. One of mine, not one of his. <laughs> he can keep all of his. But Andrew would cut Bart- off one of my fingers. To have you come to a session. I just it's, like, it's on Bart- our, it's literally on our vision board. I was just about to say my vision board is just Barty Strange, like at this point. Um so uh back to proper. <laughs> um the guitar solo in this song, and then also I think the bass does it too. When they played in the live session, I have listened to that part so many times it gives me the closest thing i get to asmr it's like the fuzz i guess is that Mm -hmm. that's happening um and it's here in the recording too but what is i don't even know what my question is it's so good it's i'm like is your question why is it so good why is it so good i don't know it's just they're just good at what they do because it's not something i don't it's not something i pay attention to particularly there are two instances i can think of where it even is something that sticks with me and the other one is fid from mikey erg's band his bass solo in like one of the in our live session mm-hmm. i forget what song it is but it gives me the same it's also really fuzzy like that you but like a you like a fuzzy bass that's all it is it turns out that i do and i didn't know so i'm learning things about myself which is what's really the best part about music it really is andrea you heard it here first, loves a fuzzy bass. So if you have a fuzzy bass in your music, <laughs> send it right to Andrea and she Please. will love it. I will love it. Send me the fuzziest bass you got. 
No, I don't think that's it. I think there's a sweet spot and they just, they've got it here. Yeah. It. Uh, Eric from Proper will be joining us as well in a couple of weeks on the podcast. Oh, excellent. That's yeah. fantastic news. I love I loved to hear that. So stick around. Keep coming back. Yes. Um, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Because if you haven't, what the hell are you waiting for? Hey, do it right now unless you're driving. I'll wait. And if you are driving, pull over and do it right now. Yeah. Um, head over to left of the dial dot FM to subscribe. Well, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. To our U- you can YouTube do- channel. Yes. That's left of the dial live. We'll take you to our YouTube channel. Or you go to leftofdial.fm. Everything you want to know about us is there. Leftofdial.fm yeah. will get you anywhere you need to go. That's true. Um, Kitsy, it was so fun and good to have you back. Happy one day belated birthday. Thank you. It um, was nice to return. Your present is my presence here on the podcast. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so go pick up these albums. If you do pick up these albums, let us know at Left of the Dial PC. The PC stands for Politically Correct with Bill Ma. <laughs> You are fired. A bad show. The PC stands for podcast, um, though we do so many other things. But let us know that you picked him up. Yeah. Um, let us know what we should change our, our Twitter username to, because uh, PC does not really represent us anymore, because uh, most of us use Macs. Um, we should be at the real Will Smith. No, wait, hold on. We should be at the real Chris Maloney. No, wait, hold on. We should, we should be... <laughs> This At has been Left Leah of the Remini. Dial. I have been Kitsy. At the real Tom Cruise. Andrea has been confused. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. You. This is your job now. Yeah. Usually I say, uh, this has been Left of the Dial. I've been Andrea, and Kitsy has been our guest. We'll see you next week. Bye! <laughs>